Thank you for joining us at Grimbridge Manor. I don't know why I said it like that. Thank you for joining us at Grimbridge Manor. You're welcome. <laughs> There's more people <laughs> joining us. Yeah, we're here with our um, Halloween hangovers. Very much a Halloween hangover, which is not caused by any alcohol. Yeah, it's not booze. It's booze. (laughs) B-O-O. Yeah, we're just really tired because this is the third week in a row that we've had a haunt on Saturday. And apparently we're older than we thought we were. Yeah, my head is throbbing. It's, It's like I was just wasted last night. Yeah, because the wonderful thing about the Halloween season is it comes in the fall, and in the fall comes all the allergens that like to destroy our faces. Uh, oh, man, it's bad. All last night it was raining and cold. And th- we weren't even in the woods. We nope. went to two haunts previously that were in the woods, and this was not. Yeah, and I had a headache <laughs> before we went, and I have a headache after we went, and then I have it today, and it's a whole bunch of stuff. And it's a lot of stimulation. There was a lot going on, yeah, so we're tired. Good. But we're here with episode four, and uh, yeah. We're still here. We're still here, which is what's good. And it is a gorgeous fall day out. Gorgeous. It is like the perfect like, Halloween-like fall that you'd have before. Like on I, Actual Halloween days are, are have not been this beautiful, so I'm kind of like just happy. Couldn't it's, have happened yesterday. It's chilly, <laughs> and there's a cold wind, and the leaves are all at peak right now, and it's just really beautiful out there. And that's why we're in here. In the dark. <laughs> yeah. Recording things for, good. for others and our own entertainment. Our so. Halloween lights, it's good. Yeah, and thankfully we have our Halloween lights. Yeah, up. we'll get into that. No yeah. worries. Okay. Oh, I have some news, though. Yes. Um, so for like the past maybe two weeks, I'd say, I have had a couple of songs consistently stuck in my head, and I can't. It won't stop. Are they Halloween-based songs, or are they I would songs? say they're, they're slightly Halloween-based. Okay. I guess that's probably why. Um, the, the first one, which is currently stuck in my head is Boris the spider. I don't know if you've heard that. It sounds familiar. It's There's a lot by of the who. Called. Oh, by the whore. Yeah. Boris the, whole. the spider. Yeah. I creepy have heard crawly, that before. Creepy crawly. How come that's not on any Halloween playlist I've heard? That's weird. I put it on mine. We, what is I think, I feel like we were driving or something a couple years ago and that song came on and I was like, this is great. I don't know anything about Never that song. Heard. I yeah. don't know why it was written. Uh, or what it's about. So I, I looked it up real quick to see if I could find anything, and it does seem like it might just be about a spider. <laughs> but like they were just some of the people from the Who or whatever. I think some were of the people. Some of the people from the Who. From the Who. <laughs> oh, you, you know, know those, just that band. Those guys. They're not big. Um, <laughs> they were just trying. I, I don't know if like there was a zoo involved. I don't remember now. But something to do with they were just trying to think of like funny animal names. So they came up with Boris the spider. Wow. And then okay. now I have it in my head. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's and a good song to have stuck in your head. There are much worse songs to get stuck in your I've, head. I'd never heard it before we listened to it on some random thing. No, I'm not a I'm not well versed in the people from the Who. No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. And then the other one is that one that I think you just recently heard, which is the horror movies song. Oh, uh um, My Baby that, Loves yeah. a Horror Movie. What is that guy's name? Dickie Goodman. Dickie Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think what just a little podcast business up top for our, like, well, not business, but I guess updates if anyone cares. Yeah. We did get our decorations up. Fuck yeah. Yeah, finally. We did not use anyone as accountability because no one's listening to this. So no one, 
no one actually but just putting the accountability out into the world i think was enough and yeah to be uh, able to record the next one and say they're up now yeah just for our own sake if no one listens to these episodes i just wanted to know that when i went back to edit it i heard the decorations are now up (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if I was really good, I, I've just been slacking so hard lately, but I should have been on, you know, I don't know, Instagram or something and been like, all right, we're going to we're going to do this, right? I don't think that either one of us had enough faith that we'd get them up in order to put anything anywhere out there other than just I mean, it should have just been one of those questionnaire things. Do you think we're going to get this up? Yeah, yes what or is no? the degree? Do you agree, <laughs> disagree, slightly agree or you don't mostly care. agree? <laughs> One of those things I would say I slightly disagree. <laughs> that would be my answer. Of but we that. got him up. So I think the next uh, segment is to talk about Eerie News. Ready for our first one? Sure. I haven't heard any of these. No. So this one, um, let's see. I found it in multiple news sources, but the one that I wrote down was from CBS News Boston. CBS Since- News Boston. <laughs> Since that's where we live near. It's a pretty reputable source for news. So Yeah, so they, they obviously cover some, you know, national world news, but also some New England news. So Oh, this happened in New England. Yeah. So this okay. is Rhode Island. Um, a man should I name him? I, I guess. Let's just go with a man. I think a man. <laughs> yeah, a man. Um, he decided to build a cemetery display with headstones for well-known stores that have met their their demise Ooh. so yeah so he literally was like you know r.i.p radio shack and then put (laughs) the dates that they were on (laughs) that they existed i just thought that was super fun i like that this made the news yeah and some were specific to new england stores it sounds like like some of them i'm not actually familiar with um, but we had Radio Shack, Blockbuster. Although, Aww. is that one Blockbuster still open? I'm not sure. Yeah, but at this point, it's basically a Blockbuster museum, I guess. I mean, you can yeah, still exactly. get movies there, but people aren't going there because they need to rent a movie. They're going they're there going because, because it's, it's the it's last, the last one. Blockbuster. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, they're gone. Yeah. Um, so a very relevant one. Christmas Tree Shop closed earlier this year. The other season shop. Never Goodbye. been in one, never will. I went in one a couple of times. I don't understand it. I get it. I, I, I mean, I get the fact that you want that kind of stuff, and they do sell other things, but I've never understood the entire reason, and, and apparently that's just you know what everyone eventually thought of it because they didn't. What, you try to do it all year round. I mean, maybe that's why Spirit Halloween is only once a year. They're, they know better. Don't open it up all year round or else bad things might happen. I don't know. Yeah, but then some other ones. I think he put down uh, Sears, which oh, yeah. I just I can't believe it. Sears and Roebuck, <laughs> originally. Toys R Us, which I think yeah. I read they're trying to make a comeback. A they yeah. all will. They're like TV shows. They'll be rebooted somehow. And then there was a couple that I hadn't heard of. Um, I think it's Almax, uh, Benny's, and Rocky Point. No, nope, haven't heard of those. So I think those are much are. more specifically yeah. New England, maybe even Rhode Island based. Yeah, Radio Shack was long, long time ago. I feel like that. Yeah, right? yeah. So that was yeah. a fun one. I'd kind of forgotten about that. I used to go to Radio Shack all the time, but it proves why it disappeared because then I just didn't anymore. 
Yeah. And didn't realize it disappeared. Well, didn't they have where we used to live? They had the mall and they had a big radio shack, but then didn't they move it to like a small, tiny radio shack in a different wing? Yeah, and they started going into malls. And then it just disappeared. Yeah, they started going into malls mostly, but then they used to be in strip malls. I just remember every radio shack I would go into, it would smell like burnt wires and cigarette smoke because every single employee smoked in the back room because even after the the smoking laws changed. So that's my memory of Radio Shack and probably why it's gone now. But it was still the the place to go if you knew what you were doing and you just wanted to go in there and be like, this is where I'm getting this. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have any memories from that store. so You wouldn't. I don't think you do. You don't have any memories of Best Buy or Circuit City. So (laughs) that's my memories. Hey, I've been in Best Buy before. Yeah. I mean, it's not the Best Buy, but it's just a place to go. That's what I think. So, yeah, I thought that was fun, and it actually it reminded me of the Simpson Halloween episodes that they have where I think in the credits when all those fun names of everybody are coming up, yeah, they go into the cemetery and they kind of do something similar where they, you know, rest in peace, some sort of, um, you know, societal, cultural thing that has died, they feel like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, it also sounds like uh, Silicon Valley, their beginning that they did, uh, it was an HBO show that you'll probably never watch with me. Uh, it was all right. It was my parents watched song. that. I'm pretty Silicon sure. Silicon Valley, really? Yeah. Nice. So I feel like if my parents think it's okay, it might be tolerable. Well, stores like Radio Shack and stuff like that. I mean, that's those are like real deaths because they've been around for so long and they're long-standing. But like internet companies that are founded and stop and startups and stuff like that, that goes so much faster and most people don't even know. So like the beginning of Silicon Valley was basically like a constant change of like who's bigger than the other now is Google bigger than. Uh, Apple or Microsoft and like where they're all at and they just constantly just hurts are. my brain and then yeah they just did a graphic depiction of like all of that so that's I don't think anybody's putting that in a cemetery of <laughs> defunct stores yeah. or places because they're all virtual basically Gosh, but, but they had some pictures and I think there's some video it, w- it was cool was that an cool actual idea. cemetery or is it no it was just some guy's front lawn that's like funny. that was his decoration oh, for Halloween yeah <laughs> Did he have stock in any of these, or did he just... It didn't say much. He really felt much. like he it wanted really, to promote... It didn't say much, so... Remember these? They're like... I just thought it was cool. Like, it didn't get political or anything crazy, really. It just was like, these stores died. We're going to have a cemetery for them. I really feel like this is a great idea, where after a long-standing chain store dies, you just have a dumb funeral, because, like... Yeah. You just bury, like, the logo, and then it's gone. However, I don't know what to do about things like Bad Bath & Beyond that have now been bought out by Overstock.com and all of the physical stores have closed. So I don't even know if that's... You're, you're like reincarnated. We can, we can just hope that it'll become a spirit Halloween. It's that's a zombie store. Say. That's what it is. It's a zombie store because it's come back. It's the undead store now. Something else is powering it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get into our other one. Who cares about stores? Yeah. I don't know what, that's really funny, though. I like that I idea. know. So I got this one from Today.com. Um, there was very limited information, but I feel like it speaks for itself. A Halloween rescue squad was created. Um, Mars, the candy company, we've heard of them. (laughs) Oh yeah. So Mars has teamed up with GoPuff for Halloween night starting at 3 p.m. If you're, yeah, GoPuff. GoPuff? Yeah. Okay. It's a delivery company. Gotcha. So they've teamed up and starting at 3 p.m. on Halloween only. 
as long as supplies last, if you're worried that you have uh, run out of candy or you're going to run out soon for trick-or-treaters or if you're like us and you've eaten through your candy, you can, uh, I guess, go through GoPuff and they will deliver more candy to you within an hour. Oh, my God. So they are rescuing the masses for trick-or-treating. That's odd. (laughs) (laughs) That's odd news. I know. Okay. Delivering candy for, like, is it people that can't get it in the stores or they're Well, I think it's like you're in the middle of, you know, trick-or-treaters coming since they start in late afternoon, early evening. And you're like, wow, I got so many trick-or-treaters. Hey, some places are better. I'm just angry this year. (laughs) But, yeah, so I guess if... um, you know, you've you've not really bought the appropriate amount for your town, and you're <laughs> running out. <laughs> appropriate amount for your town. Well, I told you that woman so, at work was talking uh, to me that lives a couple towns over, and she says she she spends like a hundred, two hundred dollars so on expensive. bags of candy. Yeah, the they've. Uh, and I don't see anybody trick or treating around here, really. And no. out her, there, she says they get massive amounts. See, I'm excited about that. That's great that it's still happening. That you need to do a service like this if you run out. Yeah, I mean, what candy it makes is sense. it from, though? It's it's Mars candy, like Mars. So candy. just Mars. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the you started with that. Yeah. So I don't know Got how it. they set it up or anything. There was a minimal information, but so yeah. let me see. We're talking about M and M's. Yeah. So that Mars has got one. so many big ones. So yeah, M and M's and Mars bars, and uh, Three Musketeers. Do they do those? They might. Those t- and then in in that case, they would they would do uh, what's the other Three Musketeers that has something in it, or is that Mars bar? I no. have no idea. Wow, I can't keep track of candy. Yeah, maybe candy. We'll add that to our next episode. Yes, our <laughs> Halloween bash. Um, yeah, no, I, I like the idea that you need more candy uh, last minute as an emergency. Yeah. But like, what do you tell kids? Kids, stand on my front porch. I'm waiting for the delivery person. <laughs> and then Yeah, just stand here for the next, yeah. you know, 10 minutes to an hour. Well, the delivery person, if they are delivering on Halloween... They better be dressed up. They better be dressed up. Yeah. Yeah, as like a, an undead delivery person or something. Or, a or the skeleton the guy from or, uh, Halloween Town. Oh, that would be great. B- uh, Bernie or... But Boney? I just watched but, yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I d- How? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Buster? No, something. Oh There's a lot gosh. of... It's a B. I thought it was B- Bob, Bernie, Bobby... No, not Bobby. What a stupid name for a skeleton. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. No, he was great. Um, Gosh. Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I'll think about we'll it. We'll think of it later. Years later. Uh, no, if he was dressed as that and driving a taxi cab, that would be really fun. Absolutely. They better dress up. All right. That's that's fun. Yeah. I like. I, it's weird. It's definitely weird. It's weird news, but I like it. Yeah. And then our last one, which I'll just give, you know, our, our basic information Boo buckets are back at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Just the absolute height of conglomerate crap that yeah, I find and, interesting. Yeah, I mean, we just bought right into it. Yeah, I hate it. And it's, I think it speaks to the lack of options out there <laughs> that you have to look towards McDonald's for yeah. for Halloween nostalgia. Uh, they were big, as we'll find no, out. No, they were small. <laughs> they <laughs> were small this time. This. They were small. Just like every great I company. I was a little shocked, honestly. Yeah. Just like every great company, take something great and be like, we're giving it to you back at half the size for twice the money. I mean, the <laughs> the normal sized ones from, you know, the 80s and 90s weren't even enough to hold your candy to begin with. No, yeah, that's now, true. Now, I guess I can hold, I, I don't even know, my my Reese's bar. <laughs> your Mars bars. Yeah, my Mars bars. getting delivered. Not a lot, though. Yeah, it's, uh, did they used to have lids? 
Yes. They did, right? And it was like a, po- oh yeah, we saw a picture of it. I remember too. It had like a hat on it or like it was the top part yeah, of yeah, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Okay. But that's my news for today. That's good I'm news. sure there's a lot more and I just wanted to keep it light, like I said though. Cause no, those are fun. I did read a couple things that were a little bit darker about Halloween related and I just, we're, we're having fun today. Yeah. Yeah. No, we definitely, with the headaches that we have, we don't want to get too serious into Really strange news, but this yeah, was so entertaining. Cemeteries weird news. and Mars candy. I think the winner of the news story, because I'd like to rate them, is <laughs> the. Um, Are you rating my telling of them? No, or no, just not what you. Happens? I'm rating the actual story, <laughs> like the the people involved in the story. So I rate out of those uh, the 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 man that is choosing to celebrate or not celebrate, but just decorate his lawn with the death of companies. That is a unique premise that I think deserves props. Yeah, very creative. Yeah, I, I like it. I don't know why he does it. I'd like to know more about it. Like, what is his passion with it? If he, like, worked for one of these companies or he was it's just true. like, hmm. I just want people to... Remember. Remember, <laughs> remember Radio Shack. I have to put this out there. It's his hmm. life goal to do this. Maybe but. he saw that Simpsons episode yeah. was like... I'll I'll do this too. But it's clever. I like it. It's different, and it's fun to drive by and see it. So yeah, yeah. Where was the town? Did it say? Um, gosh, where did I put that? I didn't put it down in my notes. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It was like Go find S- it. Smith something. <laughs> Smith something. <laughs> I ke- I keep trying to say Smith's Grove. What the heck is that? Smith's Grove. Yeah. The, what uh, is that? The hospital uh, mental facility that Michael Myers broke out of. I knew. I knew it was so Halloween related. That's great. Yeah. Smith's Grove. Go it was check not out Smith's, Smith's Grove. Grove <laughs> in Haddonfield. Go check out Smith's Grove in Haddonfield oh. and check out uh, where this gentleman put up his decorations right no, outside. It was like Smithfield or something. In in like New England area or it, Rhode Island. Rhode I- oh, Rhode Island. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, okay, great. So that was fun. Yeah. So now we can go on to talking about, I think for this, um, the past Halloween. All right. So today we're talking about the past Halloween as far as specifically more nostalgia based, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think Do you want to go first? Mixes with memories, but it's just kind of what Of course, that's what nostalgia that is. Feeling. Uh, I think for me, I chose something pretty. Uh, obvious, I guess, is just, um, uh, I, I think trick-or-treating in general and specifically like uh, trick-or-treaters and pranks and things like that, which used to be annoying, but now it seems like they've regulated trick-or-treating and Halloween so much that like, I, it probably still happens, but now it's like crime instead of just like fun hijinks. It used to not be so serious. It was, I mean, I never did it and I hated the people that did. That was the whole game. But I mean, when I was growing up, there was always certain sections of the neighborhood you didn't want to trick or treat because, like, the older kids were there and they were up to no good. Those hooligans. Yeah, like I, one of the few times I actually got to trick or treat with some friends that came over uh, to the house, like they had first gone to the housing development that was down the street from us, which is a much more wealthier neighborhood and had a lot of older kids, so they came back covered in eggs, and that's like the first time that I had realize that that that's like not something you just see in on tv shows but like they were just covered in in eggs and so there was a lot of egging and toilet papering and just hijinks because it is trick or treat and and we've now gone so far on the treat side that we forget that there's also a trick element to it and trick there's a balance because 
you know, you could go too far and just be an asshole and you're just caught, you're committing a crime. But there was more fun to it back then, I think, and just a little bit lighter of a, you know, oh, we don't go down that part of it for trick-or-treating. But one of my favorite things that always reminds me of it is just the the part of the night where the younger kids go away and then, like, I'd, I'd finish my trick-or-treating and then go in and then now is the time for the older kids to come out. The hooligans yeah. are now in full force. Which I was the older kid, but I was with my sister. I trick-or-treat with her, so I never went out as, like, the older kid. And I would have been by myself, which would have been really creepy and I probably would have been arrested. But it was just really fun to have the older... That was just the time of the night, and it was probably, like... 30 9 o'clock but it went to like 10 30 because trick-or-treating was not timed so like it was just like a nice feeling and it always gives you that that vibe when it gets a little bit later like okay now we got to be a little bit on the watch because now the you know people will come out there and there could be some shaving cream on your car or your front door <laughs> I forgot about that. and you know you don't know what's happening but it was predictable which is what i liked it wasn't like you better watch out because those gang of car thieves are going to come out it was like those asshole kids that are going to come out and purposely just go and like spray paint or not spray paint, but just, you know, shaving cream, egg, all the classic weird things that people decide to cause a mess with. And I never was angry about it. I was like, Oh, this is fun. We ended up with like shaving cream on our door a couple of times. And I was just like, this is a fun part of, I don't know if it's fun. Maybe some people really got terrorized. <laughs> I, I, I miss know. it. I won't lie. Yeah. Thinking about, especially doing this podcast, I think that I was thinking about, you know, trick-or-treating and those things. And I'm like, now things have changed so much that I miss the debauchery, I guess, even. It's the unpredictability and, and like, the lack of control kind of... You didn't know what was going to happen, which is what the fun part of the night was. And now that unpredictability and has now turned into people like self-correcting and being like, all right, now we need to control this. Now we have Halloween trick or treat hours that we have to put into a box or not at all. Everybody's safe. Instead, it was just like, it's Halloween. You understand what's happening. Somebody rings your doorbell. If your porch light is on and you give them candy and that's just what happens, deal with it. And now it's like, well, now it's two hours long and it's daylight and, there's police that just escort you everywhere or something. It's just stupid. <laughs> but like back then it was like the night that you didn't know what was going to happen. And it was so fun. So fun. And one of my favorite things connected to that was the the older kids would come out and the way that we did trick or treating and, and with our, it was we had a screen door and then our main front door. So they took the screen out of the screen part of the door and kept the main, the main big door open. So then we didn't have to open a door to give out candy. We would just give it through the, the window where the screen was and the screen door. So the little kids would come out and, and we'd do that and put it through. And it was the time of night when the older kids were coming out and you could hear them coming because they'd be giggling and running around and everything. And they'd get up to the front door and you could hear them, you know, shaking a shaving cream can or like getting out their eggs to throw or something like that. And so my dad had this great idea one year where he hid below the partition, you know, below where the screen was taken out. Mm -hmm. So you can't see. So it's just like they see the opening of the inside of the house thinking somebody's going to have to come out and give them candy. And he heard them coming and hid under there. And my dad is six foot five and a very large man. So like it's, you know, he's he might not be intimidating with his personality, but his presence is definitely scary, especially for smaller, older kids. So he heard him coming. He waited under there. And the moment they got there about to shaving cream, like the doorbell and stuff like that, he jumped up as fast as he could. And he must have jumped up, you know, to like seven 
seven and a half feet because he's six foot five jumping up and he was a basketball player when he was younger. So, you know, he had a good distance on him and just scared the shit out of these kids and they <laughs> ran away and it was just like the best. Mm-hmm. And now that doesn't happen because barely anybody's, anybody shows up anymore. But oh, that's, that sucks. I, I loved the 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 night of unpredictability and of tricks well, and my treats, thing was you know? i liked the morning after it was like you know you'd really gone through something we'd all be on the bus going through town and i'm like look at all the smashed pumpkins yeah and it was it, you know look at that especially house that when got it was on a, on a weeknight so like you'd go to school the next day yeah and tell everybody your tales of halloween which was fun yeah so i just remember that and it was just such a fun night and it wasn't and it, it part of it i think is because we're older so like we're more we understand how it is. Maybe it was more controlled back then. We just didn't realize it. But I do feel like there was much more like you didn't know what was going to happen. And now you just you know what's going to happen. No one's going to come to your door. <laughs> it's kind of what it feels <laughs> For like. For good or bad. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, kind of sad that way. We just sound like a couple old grumps. But I just I miss it. Like if you want to come and throw eggs at me or get candy, like I'm down. Hey, it, I might be mad that I have egg on my face, as they say, <laughs> for real. But at least I applaud your trickster nature. And I mean, nature, that's what they were doing. Know. They weren't doing anything worse, like you said. So, I mean, it was a little rude, but it wasn't bad, really. No, I mean, it wasn't. It was a crime, technically. You're assaulting someone with poultry stuff. I guess. But it's <laughs> with poultry children. Oh, uh, my gosh. But it was still I think our thing in was the spirit. We, we I think had eggs thrown spirit. at us once, and I think they were, like, my mom was just mad because... They might have hit our costumes, and she's like, I just paid all this money for that, that shit. That was, I think, what was m- upsetting when my two friends came back is because they had nice costumes on, and now it has egg on it. Yeah. It's like, come on. like, no. But you should know better, and if you're going to go to that neighborhood, you wear a poncho. <laughs> this is what you do. So that was my one. What 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 did you pick? I stuck with uh, you know our news, our boo buckets. Yeah. Um, Obviously, for some people, um, especially if you were alive in like the '90s as kids, when McDonald's had the greatest McDonald's advertising was of super all time, crazy as far as Halloween, like they really cashed in on that, which was smart. Um, so they had the Boo Buckets, and then they had the Halloween McNugget McNugget Buddies. Yeah, those are the best. I didn't know that's what they were called, uh, but yeah, great so. advertising. <laughs> But yeah, so I looked up a little bit about the boo buckets. It's not, you know, an exhaustive research session. I just wanted to You didn't go to, know, to the library for this? No, I just wanted to kind of know when they started and all that stuff. So I think they technically were introduced in mass in like, you know, across the country in 1986. In mass, like in a large amount or yes. in Massachusetts? Well, all. Okay. All of the above. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Um, so 1986, they did. Um, I, I read somewhere that in New York City and Boston, they had um, in 1985, they did just kind of like a prototype to see how well it did. But so I don't know what they put out for those products. That's such a weird a prototype to see. How, well, I guess you got to test. The, yeah, they tested test the waters, it. Yeah. So then in 1986, they officially came out with um, the orange jack-o'-lanterns and they had different face options. Um, I think there was, it was like one was supposed to look like a ghost and I think the other one was supposed to look like a jack-o'-lantern and then a witch, but they were still orange. Nice. Um, An orange witch. Uh, Yeah, they were, all three of them were orange. And where else am I? So they did that for a couple of years, then they didn't put anything out in 1988. Uh, Came back in 1989, they must have been working hard on a makeover. That's when um, 
the McPunkin, I think. The what? The McPunkin, that was like the jack-o'-lantern one. The McBoo was the ghost one. And then the McWitch or the McGoblin, I think I read both of those names were the witch. Um, So they actually came out with their um, respective colors and their faces. So that's kind of what we remember a little bit more. And they had those the the caps on them, right? So they like um, yeah. They so yet? the that one came out with like the witch's pointy hat. Um, a few years later, in ninety two, they had some like minor facial changes, and they Cosmetic added surgery. cookie cutters to the lids. Oh, neat! That's which I fun. don't remember. I I guess I wasn't making cookies though, so it really had no. I forgot about bearing on me Halloween cookies. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know if that's as much of a thing, but uh, maybe. Like yeah. ghost cookies, like sugar cookies and stuff like that. Yeah, so I would assume they were like that. They were, you know, a witch or yeah. something like that. That's cool. And now the new one came with stickers. Oh, yeah, yeah, I that's right. I didn't know. So it's kind of connecting. They decided to do something with the, except there's a paper lid. Come on now. So I don't know if I remember getting those ones specifically because those are like the really good ones. Whatever was in the 90s. Yeah, but then in 94, I believe it was. They came back and they had an entirely new look and it was awful. Is that the one that we remember? I think so. (laughs) Because I was looking at the ghost one and I was like, I think I had that. It looks terrible compared to the original ones. We should put a couple of pictures on the Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I'm sad to say, but I think I we had the those ones. And then I read a comment. It was somebody's website, I think, where they said the witch looked like. She was drunk or something, and she had like a <laughs> drunk face, and she kind of did. Uh, don't ride on your broom. You'll get it pulled over. Yeah, so it just kind of went downhill from there, it seems like, and I sort of stopped researching, and um, by 2016, yeah, I was like, this is really <laughs> terrible. This is awful. <laughs> 2016, they completely stopped, and then that's that's all until this year. Wait, I thought they did one last year, and I thought they came out with them in 2016. I thought I read. They came out with oh. th- for the first time in 2016. Wrong. I thought they brought them back in 2016, and they were gone for a while. Well, I don't maybe that's the last forever. year I meant. And then after that, they didn't have them until this year. Yeah, which is crazy. And also probably, well, I don't know. So, like, they, you said 94 was when they changed them to the bad ones? Yeah, that's, that's the year I think it started getting a little So maybe weird. I was lucky enough to have one from like 91 or something or 89 even when i was younger because that's when i was like because we had a mcdonald's right at the bottom of our hill that i lived on and uh that's where we went all the time Well, i feel like i i could have gotten one of those earlier ones that was better but i i feel like i mostly got it when my brothers were born so like we were all kids and of course it was always in the happy meal that's because they apparently don't think adults want boo buckets which they are wrong they are flat wrong so this year, um, 2023, they have a monster, a skeleton, a mummy, and a vampire. So not exactly the same as what they used to have. Wait, a monster? Is that the... Wait, the vampire is the one we got? We got the vampire, which is purple. purple. Yeah. Um, the mummy is white. I think the skeleton is actually orange. And then the monster is kind of a Frankenstein monster type thing that's green. See, personally, I'd like to ask a wide range of people who have gotten them what color they got because... I, I Purple's feel new, like, so they got purple. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like they took pictures for advertising of the other colors, but they're only giving out the purple they're one. They're totally getting purple. And then they're just saying, oh, they're just sold out of the other colors. They Or we haven't gotten our shipment in yet. <laughs> and everyone just has purple. They've only manufactured one, the cheapest one. Yeah, no, uh, I, I I like the effort, but it's like, come on. Between that yeah, and the I mean, grid, I'm Yeah, we did I'm it exhausted. just for old it's, time's sake, I think, but, yeah. you know... 
Well, we need more random kitschy decor. Exactly. So it's not like we eat at McDonald's that much anymore, but as much as it's still a thing. It's just part of life at this point, it's sadly, and or not. I don't know what anyone's feeling is at McDonald's, but it was just like, I think the nostalgia factor was just like more companies kind of, it, it just led lent to that everyone's in with this with you like like you like halloween we like halloween everybody's just like all on the same page with halloween like you go to mcdonald's they're going to give you something halloweeny you go to the mall you're going to get whatever they've never had anybody like a santa in a mall before though that's like a they need like a sit on the skeleton's lap and take a picture that's but i just like that it was all together i think that's what i felt the mcdonald's thing was more of like oh it's that time of year when we're celebrating this, and this is just part of it. Yeah, and part like I said, they it. had the crazy, spooky commercials. There's yeah. that word again, but they, I mean, they were good. The stuff in the 80s and 90s, as far as commercials for everything, they, it was awesome. They really figured out how. I to I feel like we could do an entire episode just talking about those. Yeah, they're so good. Really great marketing in the 90s and 80s towards children. <laughs> Very good, scary in itself, but also the the little. Nuggets. Yeah, right? so the Halloween yeah. McNugget Buddies. Um, I looked that up. I believe they started in 1988, so not too long after the Buckets. Um, they had the Witchy McNugget, the Mummy McNugget, the McNugula McNugget. Wow. <laughs> These are some words, wow. man. McBoo McNugget. They also... Um, McBoo McNugget. Yeah, <laughs> they all what have the to have hell? the McNugget last name, of course. Good Lord. Um, but they had a lot of variations over the years. They had a monster McNugget, which was like the Frankenstein monster. Um, they had variations with jack-o'-lanterns, um, spiders. They had one that was wearing a Ronald McDonald costume, <laughs> which I thought was strange. Of course. Um, fairy princess. Um, no, thank you. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. I'm almost positive I had the, the McNuggula McNugget. I think I did, too. I, the vampire. Yeah, that was the coolest one. Yeah. Did he have a little collar on and like a he had his teeth out? Yeah, yeah. He definitely yeah. had teeth. Um, I, I'm pretty sure. And I think one of my brothers may have had the ghost and like the whole sheet pops off. Man, that's good stuff. So good. So from what I found, and I didn't research it too much, but I think that they're bringing them back, but not at McDonald's. At Burger King? No. <laughs> they're bringing them back as Funko Pops. Oh. So well... I, Funko Pop would at least like increase the quality, I think. Yeah. They'd make good ones. So they have... It, see, I don't know if they're out yet or what the story really is, but it looks like they have a ghost, a mummy, a vampire, a witch, and then a holiday grimace for Christmas. Holiday grimace. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, that might be a, a Funko Pop maybe I could get on board with. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it scary that... Uh, McDonald's has played such a large part in our nostalgia of our life. Maybe. Yep, it is. That's just the way it was. And I was always <laughs> that kid because we didn't like we lived in a, a more rural area. So every time we would go grocery shopping, we had to go to more of the city area. Not a big city, but you know, we had to drive like a half hour to get there. And so McDonald's was kind of on the way home. And I'm like, please take me to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was that kid. I'm like, can we stop for McDonald's? Then my mom's like, we have dinner at home. <laughs> yeah, good good mother. <laughs> yeah, I cooked myself. The <laughs> homemade meal. Yeah. That's that's good parenting. But I also just bought three hundred dollars worth of groceries. I'm not <laughs> stopping at McDonald's. Yeah, that's, that's not how she talks. It's good thinking though. <laughs> I mean I applaud her for doing that, but yeah, I do 
I was the same way. I just, you know, it was fun. And they knew exactly where to target us so that we were like, we want this in our life. Yeah. And we did. I so. miss it. I, I, and I don't want to be like, because I feel I was, when we first talked about nostalgia, I'm like, I don't know. That's not why I love Halloween. It's like corporate nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I don't love Halloween yeah. because of nostalgia, but I guess I kind of do to, to a little degree. Well, I think if we define nostalgia of what we mean by that, but I think it's like everything that wrapped up how we felt like what made us interested in Halloween in the first place. There was like something kind of spirit that you felt and like all this other stuff just played a part in forming it and kind of giving you like, again, I think it was just, it felt like everyone was in on it with you. Like you were interested in celebrating. You wanted everything to have to kind of do with Halloween. You wanted to have everybody celebrating it with you. And they were just really good. There was all these different parts of, what already existed, like McDonald's was huge, whether it was Halloween or not at the time. So just the fact that they brought that in, it was just like, oh, good. They're they're in on this, too, because yeah. yeah. Burger King wasn't. No, <laughs> that's true. No, I just like, forgot not. about Burger yeah. King. Yeah, exactly. They still uh. have because they decided to just be like, we're the king of burgers and we don't need to do anything. fun. We, they just had the the crown, the crown. The paper that's crown. it. And you're a king if you like it or not. That's it. It's the Burger I wasn't king. wearing that shit. Yeah, just some male-dominated. I guess crap in the right car there. on the way home, if I ever, I went like twice, probably my entire childhood. Do you know how much? I don't know if they'd get sued, but someone should come out with the Burger Queen and see what happens. Hmm. Just because Burger King seems to be just not doing as well as it used to, so maybe someone needs to come out and be like, "We're now the Burger Queen, and we're taking over." We'll have to look at that. Yeah, <laughs> charcoal <laughs> grilled us. burgers. Just a little twist on it. Yeah, I guess for me, the nostalgia part, though, is just I th- I always thought I mean, this was always there growing up. So I just always thought it would continue. I didn't think yeah. that it would ever just fizzle out. And it kind of did. Well, there's a lot of things that we could say that about as you get older. Everybody does. <laughs> well, yeah. But I mean, it, it literally just declined. So. Yeah. Yeah. It just went away and it, it changed. And I don't think anything took its place necessarily other right. than like online shopping which is not a fun way to get stuff when it comes to halloween it's it's a necessity i think a lot of the times but yeah it's not as fun as it used to be and it it doesn't feel as collectively like everybody's celebrating with you unless you i mean that's one of the reasons we want to do this podcast yeah the we're community of it that. i think is the big part yeah and corporations were part of the community to to some form i guess a little bit just because they were everywhere like duncan Duncan doesn't do anything. They should really do. They're in I New mean, England. They, they got their pumpkin spice. Yeah, but that's their fall. donuts. It's not Halloween based. Yeah, I mean we're we're drinking our Starbucks. Oh, they do have a spider donut, so I'll give them credit. Yeah. Okay, great. We've <laughs> all right, we're that. on board. We've we're settled board. that. We're on. We're, we're on it. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, right. I think it all comes to that. That's what the nostalgia is. It's just everybody kind of celebrates it with you, and you feel like you're part of it. And that's changed. A lot, I think. Yeah, so now we have to like actively seek that out with, you know, people and stuff. But one of the best examples, I think, of that idea of the corporations getting in on it is, of course, the best Halloween movie made, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Those three masks look a lot like boo buckets. That's all I'm saying. It's true. That's all I'm saying. Very similar colors and yeah i guess just like not the skeleton they had the ghost instead yeah the skeleton needed to be fit on dan chalice dr dan chalice's head oh that's what gosh. it was one of our favorites yeah i'll talk about that movie forever um but yeah i think so it was good. maybe mcdonald's got that idea you know that movie yeah, was in what the year 80s was that movie it's like 80 hmm. well uh halloween was 78 halloween 2 was i think 79 or 80 yeah and then so halloween 3 would have been 
you know, still early It, it would have been real close so, yeah, to the boo buckets. Yeah, I think McDonald's was like, this is a good idea. And I'd like to think somebody from McDonald's was a huge fan of Halloween 3. They were like, fuck Michael Myers, this is great. I'll tell you exactly who that man was. Colonel Cochran. Oh, that's true. Yep. Wasn't he, he KFC? He lived. Colonel Cochran? No. <laughs> no, that was the colonel. It was the colonel. Uh, he... No, that's the Colonel of Chicken. This is the Colonel <laughs> of the Druids. Is that his actual title, the Colonel of Chicken? The Colonel of Chicken. <laughs> and Colonel Cochran was the Colonel of Stealing Stonehenge. <laughs> I still don't understand that. And then he went into McDonald's and, and after disappearing in a cloud of stone dust, after Dan Chalice, a doctor from a rural town, I can't believe you remember thwarted him. his plans. His name, I can't remember. By ever. throwing... Uh, chips that no one understood in the air and saving Halloween from killing half the children while the other half died. I don't understand how you remember that. I just, I'm asleep at that point. Yeah, but I wake back up to the ending, you know. I just, I wake up when he starts screaming on the telephone. I just want to be awake for the big giveaway at nine. And then, yeah, so he, he came back and was in McDonald's and then created... The Boo Buckets. Dan Chalice? No, Dan Chalice <laughs> is in a mental institution because he killed half the children. I don't think he cared. Because one television station wouldn't listen to no, him. No, he's in a mental institution because his new girlfriend became a robot and then he had to chop her head off. Yeah, and he, he couldn't save any of the children on the East Coast, only the West. Yeah. Yeah, he just, that that's it. And then uh, Colonel Cochran comes back and all of the McDonald's employees are robots. That's what I'm saying. And now they actually have robots working, so he's he's getting farther on it. Wow. Yeah, I'm look for the silver shamrock logo on the back of oh the Oh, my God, the yeah. shamrock shake. What the fuck? What does that? Yeah, exactly. He's in charge of that. Oh, my God. Yeah, and think about it. And he's he's the reason that the McRib keeps going away, too, because he's like, he knows what he's doing. I can't. I, I need to take some time. And now it's time for things that shouldn't be scary. But, but they, they are. are. What do you have? All right. I'm going first again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I told you earlier, I, I thought of this in the middle of the night when I got up to go to the bathroom, which is not the scary part. Nope. It's regular. Very normal. Um, so I got back into bed and I heard the humidifier doing its thing. That's right next to my face. And that reminded me of the time that we had the uh, original humidifier that your parents bought us. Oh, Remember yeah, that? Yeah. And that, that bubbling sound. I don't know why it does that. Just the air or something in well, it. Well, I think it's because it has a filter on the top of it. So it goes through the filter and then it apparently, well, it has to go into the base of the humidifier. So it bubbles up when yeah. it pulls the water in from the tank. Yeah. So yeah. it does that. I mean, anybody that has one, I've, I've always had that happen. Yeah. It just has a couple of like bloop, bloop. Yeah. It's like really light and gentle. But this one was not light and gentle. The old humidifier that your parents got us um, like a few months back. It w- it made, I don't even know how to describe it. It didn't make a nice bubbly sound. It made like a pop, pop sound. And so I had actually been awoken by it once awoken. in the mi- Awoken? <laughs> Awakened? <laughs> What's awoken? I'm not really, w- I'm not awake now. <laughs> nope. Um, but it woke me up in the middle of the night once and I, I just heard like these giant pops and I assumed for some strange reason that they were gunshots 
just gunshots in the area. There was a bunch of them, and then which I is was entirely like, possible. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really heard any, but it's definitely possible. We heard a couple before. So. Are you sure they weren't fireworks? No, that was not anywhere near firework time. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm it doesn't positive mean it wasn't it was fireworks. Good. That's true, but uh, I'm pretty sure that it was. So it is a possible, but in yeah, our we're, bedroom, we're not like inner city, know. you know, where we live. But like, it, it's a little sketchy Guns get in some fired areas. In all places, yeah. But I'm just <laughs> saying, just like, we live on a street that's like off of the main street, so uh, you know, it's kind of tough to hear things like that. But my assumption, for some reason, at 3 a.m. was there's definitely like some gunshots in the distance uh, should i get up should i do something and ultimately i decided to just go back to sleep uh, i think maybe your subconscious knew that it wasn't hopefully but yeah yeah no that humidifier made some really it was it was really loud i thought you were i heard it once and thought there was something wrong with you i thought you were making those noises yeah you thought i was farting let's just say it i mean <laughs> but not like a healthy one like a i think maybe you need to get up <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. Which is also equally scary. Yeah, that was also scary, and it shouldn't be. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was weird sounds, especially when you're tired and you're half asleep. You don't know what it is. And, but I, just, I, I, I figured love, if I'm going to die, whatever, I'm going back to sleep. Didn't even wake me up to be like, hey, did you hear that? Something might be happening uh, somewhere or in, in nothing. Just I'm going to go back to sleep and hope yeah. it's not... All right, well, I slept through the night and it ended up being nothing, but if it ends up being something, I'm worried about that. That's scary. <laughs> You're just like It wasn't. I'm going to I just had a this. revelation, I think, when I was awake at some point and I'm like, "Oh, that's what it was." Okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. I like But we that. we have since gotten rid of that one because it didn't really put any humidify or humidity out into the room anyway. That's true. So it was just making gunshot noises in the middle of the night for no reason. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty scary. I I think that's yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't be. But it is. shouldn't be. Yeah. Otherwise. What I do you had, got? I had a similarly strange incident that I don't think I don't know if it's my own brain that shouldn't be scary. It is or it should be scary or if it's paranoia or memory or something. But I was coming home from work the other day, very tired, um, which is always a great way to drive is tired. But I was coming around a curve very quickly, and there was a, a man walking a dog on the sidewalk, which is very, very close to the road. And there's a little groove in between the sidewalk and the road as, like, the connection. And I was coming around a curve very quickly, and my tire hit the little groove in between the road and the sidewalk. And the man with the dog was walking towards his house uh, in that direction. So he wasn't really on the sidewalk, but, like, walking towards there. And I kept driving, and in my tired state, because I hit that curve really fast. I didn't, like, it's just part of the traffic pattern in that area. So I hit it really fast, and I went by. And somewhere in my brain, in the deep recesses of my brain, this little voice said, did you hit that man? <laughs> like, I don't know where it came from. It was just a tired stupor. But it was just this tiny little devil suggestion of, did you just hit that man and a dog? and keep driving. <laughs> and I just, it started as this tiny little uh, tired voice in my head because uh, clearly 100% I was nowhere near him. No way possible unless I drove up onto the sidewalk and into the man's house did I hit this guy. But just one little inkling of my brain just started this tiny spark. And I thought it was funny at first, except it kept growing with this paranoid tired 
feeling I had the whole rest of the drive home that was not helped by I look in my rearview mirror and the last car that I that was directly behind me was like halfway on the other side, like back where I just was, where I thought I hit this guy. So far back, driving really, really slow. So that just fed the flame a little stronger to going, <laughs> oh, they're stopped because they're looking at the man I just hit and his dog. And he just, and I kept driving and the cars weren't catching up. There was no one behind me. And I just, this thought just kept growing and growing in my head. Like maybe you, sometimes you do things that you're not thinking of. Maybe it just happened and, and you may have thought you imagined it, but like it actually did happen. And you just hit this guy, just took him out like from that curve. And you just kept driving because you didn't realize it. And I got to the end of the road and I kept driving and there were still no cars behind me. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And I made a right-hand turn onto another car, and then I started hearing sirens. And I'm like, what the hell? It was you. There's sirens. <laughs> Did somebody call the police on somebody? It's, it's happening. It's Something's going on. And I, I, didn't, I, I think I'm making it sound a little more dramatic than it was. I don't think that my no, voice was you. as strong as that, but it, it kind of was. And it just like, it was enough of a thought to just keep pumping fuel into this tiny little spark that was absolutely nothing and it was just like a crazy weird thought, probably based on like, damn, that curve's really dangerous and people have to drive around pretty fast and the sidewalk is too close to the road. But something happened and then I got all the way back to Grimbridge Manor and I parked the car and I'm hearing the sirens get louder and I'm like, they're coming for me. <laughs> and I got out of the car and looked, I actually looked at my car to be like, okay, there would be like, I mean, it was a human man, adult male and a dog. There would be a dent maybe some blood, hair, something. I've seen movies, something on there to show evidence, and I didn't see anything. But as I was walking up the stairs to come back in, I just kept thinking, maybe they'll be here later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll come in. It's oh happened. I'll gosh. wake up the next morning and oh pretend like it didn't happen, but it did happen. Yeah, you know, there's so many of those horror movies that, like, someone does something in the middle of the night and doesn't realize it, and they wake up the next morning and think they dreamt it, and then they see the newspaper, and they're like, oh, that person did die last night, and I have dirt on my feet. I'm a werewolf. So you're a werewolf. Yeah, I'm a werewolf. So really what this is is a PSA for anxiety. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> and anxiety is scary and should be scary. Yeah, absolutely. But, but I think it was just that particular situation should not have been scary. And somehow I feel like I, I've, I've had a very long week and very long yeah. intense days. And my brain at that moment was just like, this is a fun game we're going to play. <laughs> Let's pretend you. What you could make this week worse? Someone. I accidentally killed someone. Yeah, like, let let's play a fun game of of uh, what's the worst thing that could happen right now? Absolutely. Yeah. So, that's my terrifying Thanks, brain. story. Yeah, <laughs> really appreciate it when I become my own uh, horror story sometimes for no reason. Yeah. So that fun times. that wraps I up like that it. segment. I'm not yeah. too happy with my choice, but I had to talk about it because it was get it out there was weird. Let everybody and know. let me just on the record say. The, that nothing happened. I did not even come nothing close happened. to that sidewalk. The car behind me was slowing down because of the decorations that were on the road. And the police are always driving around here. There's sirens, there's fires, there's whatever the hell. Yeah, it, there's it almost always an ambulance going by always. on Main Street. Yeah, so that's not an uncommon occurrence by any means. And if you heard sirens, they would have been farther away from where I was. So they were in the wrong place if they were coming after. So, so Chris R. Pumpkins... Not going to jail. Nope. I did He's not good. do anything wrong. I just, it was a weird brain thing, and I have to watch that now. I have to <laughs> really tell my brain to, you know, maybe sleep a little more. Yeah. Definitely. Where are we at next? 
And now it's time for one of our favorite things of this particular year. Haunt Review. So what are we talking about this time? So our second haunt out of three is Haunted Overload in Lee, New Hampshire. Yeah. This was on Demerit Hill Farm. Um, let's see. Uh, so I just read a little bit from their website, and they've been voted as one of the top 13 haunts in the U.S. more than once. Um, yeah, so they're pretty good. They were one of the ones that I was like really excited to check off my list because they were close enough to drive to. Yeah, and this one we really wanted to go to last year, but their tickets sell out really Sold fast. Sold out super fast. Yeah, you've got to buy them ahead of the weekend you want to go by far like yeah. as soon as they come I, I'm on. pretty sure that they officially sold out for the rest of the season like last week yeah and when I was getting the tickets I kept seeing like slots filling up so it, it and or or it would say like you know filling fast or something mm-hmm. like that and it was like I don't know a month before because yeah. I got them at the end of September and it was for uh, oh yeah that's true last yeah. weekend <laughs> so like it was yeah weeks away and time slots were filling up so it's a big deal definitely got to get on that if you're going to plan it Yep, definitely one of the big ones. Yeah, and and I think it was great. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I was hoping that it wouldn't be, you know, a letdown, and I don't think it was. No, no, and uh, what they've been open for at least definitely ten, over ten, 10 years, years at least. Yeah, um, so they're established. Yeah, and we'd heard such good things, and I yeah, think I've heard people talking. Sorry to interrupt. I, yeah, I just no, like there's so many people around the country that I've heard talk about it. So. I didn't know about it until you told me and, and started talking it up since last year. So there yeah. was a lot to live up to because <laughs> you were like, we got to do this and crap. We didn't get tickets and it sold out, but like, let's, and you know, we're watching Instagram and like, we've seen pictures of the things that they built and we're just like, this is going to be great. So like we definitely built it up high enough that if it was anywhere less than what had been advertised, we would have been let down for sure. But it uh, ended up being, Right on par with everything that we'd read and seen, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I can just read a little bit from the site that I thought was interesting um, as part of their mission statement, which I love that they have. That's good planning. (laughs) Um, So they said, focusing on quality, we are committed to giving the customer the ultimate Halloween experience at an affordable price, which I do agree. This one was probably the most Halloween-y. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a celebration. Um, nowhere else can you see huge monsters looming over the crowd, some as tall as 34 feet, and I also read that some are over 40. Uh, definitely, I would think, yeah. Um, the authentic farm location provides the perfect backdrop to, for the hundreds of lighted pumpkins and movie-quality sets, which I thought was like the most interesting thing that they said. Which is really talking themselves up, but when you get there and look at it, you're yeah. like, I feel like I'm on a movie set. Yeah. Um, so, and, uh, you know, everything was pretty much designed and created, at least initially, by the founder, Eric Lowther, I think his name is, um, if that's how him. you pronounce it. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? I don't, I don't know. I haven't met the guy. <laughs> we just have some names that I've, I'm actually hey, not sure how to pronounce. we're trying our best. You name it. No one's here to Sorry. correct us. We can't, we can't do it. <laughs> but, yeah, um, he created it and founded it, and I think he has some of the people that have been along for the ride for a long time have now started creating some of the sets and the designs too. But yeah, I, I don't know who he is or what he does, but he's got some good stuff. Yeah, something we find with, with the haunts, I mean, we haven't been to a ton of them, but but there's um, there's a difference between like the passion of somebody that really devotes a lot of time and money and energy to this passion project of creating something for 
the purposes of entertainment and scares and celebrating the season and everything. And then there's a little bit more corporately owned stuff that doesn't seem to have the same like power behind it. And this place was like a celebration of, you know, somebody that's like, I really want to build something incredible and like, you know, something different and they have the space for it and it really paid off definitely yeah. oh what they've gosh. done. And, and they're, fact that they create so much stuff themselves out of nothing like they, they aren't buying movie sets they're making them and creating this whole atmosphere that's just incredible yeah i mean to my knowledge they're not paying some crew to come in and do this like yeah. they're doing it themselves yeah and it shows it shows a lot because it's not shoddy workmanship but you can tell that it was built. It yeah. wasn't like a pre-made decoration they bought from Target and built on it. It was like they're taking, you know, wood and building these things in the woods. And if I understand, they take it down and bring it back up at the end of the season. So they're constantly building and rebuilding like the Winchester Mystery House. Yeah, that's <laughs> the way it sounds from another part of the site that I read that they take it down after the season's over, but then they... They must start maybe building their what they can indoors during you know starting as early as February March. Um, they start putting stuff together, and then once the snow is all gone in lovely New Hampshire, I think they start officially building again. Which is crazy to think about devoting that much time to one time period of the season because they are not open any other part of the year, right? Other than I don't October. Think so. Yeah, and so once it sells out for the season, you got your people coming in, and that's it, and that's that's passion to me for sure to do something like that and to really devote that amount of, amount of time. So I definitely think it's uh, worth checking out for sure, just for knowing that someone put this together that really cares about what they're doing. Cause they half-assed nothing. No, you know? absolutely. There was nothing like, Oh, I think I'll just put something. Everything was very carefully designed and crafted and put in a specific place and designed in a specific way that all kind of went together to form this whole haunt experience which was so much fun yeah and just before like we'll move on to what we really really liked about the haunt after um i just wanted to add another thing as part of their mis mission statement um they're really committed to helping their local community society so they always have like a donation box there oh and yeah and proceeds right yeah so it? they were really big about that too which i just i love that they're also supporting you know something in the area and clearly they just love animals yeah i don't know if they changed the uh, donation place per year, but I know they said the Humane Society. I think they said like what ten five five or ten percent of yeah. I mean they're pretty big on that, it, so. so that's really cool too because you're not even keeping the full profits of everything that you're building. Yeah, you're using it to to help somebody else. So that's really fun. So what were your um, positives that that you really oh, liked the about things this? I loved? Yeah, there were so many things. Um, so how it went was obviously if you've been to a haunted house, you wait in line a little bit. Yeah. So there was a bit of a long wait, which I'm not even complaining because the entire way just about there was something to see. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just basically like a walkthrough before the haunt the entire time. Almost like a museum, like yeah. an outdoor Halloween museum. So, I mean, no matter what, like you were not bored. There were haunt actors coming through. There was a woman that had that crazy hula hoop. Yeah, like, that, that was, was cool. She just walked through once and I'm like, yeah, you have a lot of talent for she's just like throwing it everywhere. I mean, it was like circus level performance. Yeah, the great. headless horseman was around. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. a cool headless horseman. We didn't get to see much because he was in the shadows and like um, kind of like 
horsed away or something. He wasn't. He wasn't on the <laughs> horse to wait. He was well, he wasn't riding. He was guiding the horse yeah. by, and we were just in line, and <laughs> and I tried to take as many pictures as I could. But yeah, I mean, they had just jack o' lanterns, just so many, so so many hundreds. I'd like to go again and count. Yes. How many? Because there had to have been in the hundreds. I mean, I don't know if they keep track, but I, you know, obviously they have to replenish them because some of them rot. Yeah. So they're they're doing a lot of. They've got a jack o' lantern factory going on with people. It's yeah. so crazy. So yeah, that was one of my positives. I'm um, you know Halloween. Obviously, if you don't like jack o' lanterns and you like Halloween, you don't like Halloween. Or you don't understand it. It's just oh my gosh, so I don't many. Know her name, but it's like. I really celebrate Halloween, but like jack-o'-lanterns, no thank you. That's not my thing. I don't know. (laughs) But hey, if you're out there, at least you're still celebrating Halloween. Congratulations. But but yeah, so there there was like, obviously there was a ton of real ones, but then they had the props and stuff. They had a bunch of props that were jack-o'-lanterns. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell the difference a lot of the times. I had to really look at the jack-o'-lanterns and when we were, there was the one part where you're walking. You had to look at the inside. Yeah, the inside and you're like, oh no, that's real. And not only that, but they had candles in yeah, each real of them candles like real the, flames the they real had ones, each yeah. one in a little um why do i keep saying a candle little, holder little glass votive holder or yeah. whatever and it and they were all naturally naturally like they could have strung together a bunch of lights and put them in there with electricity so they didn't go out in the damp uh woods with the wind but no the, every single one was lit with flame and you're walking by them and every single one was real yeah i mean just the, like, amount the amount of work of just to yeah. do that it was so cool to see, and it was so much fun. But they had those giant things near the skull that had the pumpkin I couldn't heads tell too. if those... I, I wanted to think they were real, because I mean, they, they looked been, like they were, like, kind of some of them were they getting They would have had to older. go up in a lift, though, to turn those on. That's true. Those were pretty to light big. them. Oh, you mean the really, really tall the ones? The ones that are on either side of the skull. Yeah, I was trying to look at because they had ones on poles at the beginning of the line that had, oh, like, yeah, a body yeah. almost like a scarecrow, and I couldn't tell if those were real, but they looked... I'm not sure, actually. They looked yeah. real, and that would be even cooler, but either... But, yeah, I mean, the fake, level of detail just in that part, I mean, there were so many things that you couldn't necessarily see depending on the lighting, but yeah. then if you happen to be one of the many people that flash their phone, you'd all of a sudden see a, a skeleton or something in the stalks of hay. I just want to put a little PSA in here for anyone. Look, Apple... A lot of people have iPhones. Most of the people that are using their Flash have iPhones. They all look like newer iPhones. iPhone has technology in it so that you can take pictures at night without a Flash. It automatically brightens the picture for you. So Even you don't... my old one did a pretty decent job, so my old iPhone. If anyone's ever taken a picture of themselves in the dark and they've used a Flash, you know that you don't like that picture. <laughs> You look terrifying. It looks awful. It looks like a hostage photo. Flashes do not take good pictures of things that are meant to be lit by soft and low light. So when you're making this ambiance to be in a creepy environment in the dark and there's seven people that are using their flash when they don't have to, that's irritating. That's yeah. really irritating. And you're getting shitty ass photos because your flash is lighting everything up like you've I, I don't even know. It just looks like a, a, a home invasion video. Like whatever it is, <laughs> it's awful. You're not getting oh the ambiance of what's around. It's not lifelike. It's not realistic. 
It looks really shitty. So well, figure out how to use your phones loves. and take a picture without the like, flash. To your point, so one of the other things I loved was the lighting. Yeah, so that was the whole point. If you were using your flash, you didn't get the full effect of the lighting. So I, I remember sending pictures to like my parents and friends and like posting online and stuff. And I've seen photos, like you said, beforehand. That's how I knew I wanted to go. And I really was like, eh, is it going to be that good? No, it was that good. The photos are, like, accurate to what yeah, it looks when like. when you don't use a flash. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, t- to, to be on the positive side, the lighting and the way everything was set up with the lighting, it was fucking spectacular. Yeah, I've and never I took seen some great pictures like of it without my flash because of low lighting. Get off techni- the flash! Just saying, unless you have a very old phone with an older camera. We know, we know, Or Chris. a film camera. Or I would assume Androids also have the similar technology. Like, just figure out how that works because you're we ruining know. it for other people too. And haunt. Yeah, so that was one of my negatives. Like that was a face. negative. Okay, gotcha. It wasn't anything to do with the haunt specifically, other than maybe if they. I, I mean, I guess it's just a preference thing for us, maybe, but I just sort of wish they would have said, like, no flash photography yes. after this time. I really wish they would said and that. And then once you go into the haunt, no photography at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did say that. Yeah, so that but was I good. just wish that they no had flash something before because yeah. it really ruins the ambiance when, like, they have these crazy, you know, green and, like, purple and red and, like, blue lighting. And it's really amazing and it looks incredible. And then there's flashes. Yeah, and you, you're blinded and your picture doesn't turn out great either. Like, I'm yeah. also saying it for people that are doing it because it's not going to be a good picture. And they're taking pictures with the scare actors with the flash on. And I'm like, if you look at that picture later, you're at a Halloween party. Like, that's pretty <laughs> much the picture you just took. You're not out on a cool farm in the nighttime. So lighting is really important when it comes to pictures. End of my soapbox. Yes. Back to Haunted Overload and how incredible that was. Figure out your cameras. Figure out your technology. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So the lighting, absolutely amazing. Absolutely like all the pictures. I mean, it is accurate to how it looks. It makes you feel really cool to be out there because they just enhance the the woods so much more with the lighting. Yeah. And I mean, we've been to uh, some good haunts that use lighting well. This was, I mean, out of this world. They, I don't know who is responsible for the lighting, but it is super professional. It's like the best I've ever seen ever. ever. I think it's because they knew when to put light and when not to put light. Yeah. That was the most important thing that made the difference, I think, is the people that were like, you don't need a lot of light here. Let it be dark. Mm -hmm. Let the soft glow happen and then hit them with a bright light later so it kind of blinds you. And you don't know where you are. And even into the haunt itself, they did the same thing. The use of like, you're in the dark and then suddenly something flashes on you. You can't see. And that, you know, automatically disorients you. And then somebody comes out of nowhere. So like, yeah, whoever did that was just like spot on the the coolest thing about that. Yeah. Yeah. I really love that. And then, of course, one of my other things was the giant skull. Oh, yeah. The the skull that they built out of wood. I don't know what and, you call it, the demon skull or yeah, the whatever. But, I mean, basically, if you if you Google Haunted Overload, you're going to see the skull. Yeah. It's, it's going to come up in a picture. centerpiece, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was that was what I liked. And also, I guess I forgot to mention that um, that green, like, torpedo light oh, thing, man, whatever that was, cool. that was. That's on my list for sure. Is <laughs> yeah. The, and that goes with lighting because that was an amazing use of fog and lights. Like, if that light was just going around without any fog on it, it would just be annoying. But the fact that they pumped the fog 
into it and it it was a rotating laser it just really looked like you were going into a portal. Yeah, from farther away when you couldn't see it as well, I was like, we're going into that. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I didn't <laughs> know we'd go into it. I thought it was like just like something you look at from like when you that you'd pass in line. But this was like you went directly into it all the way. It was so cool. And even when you could see that it was a laser. It still looked cool. It was so cool <laughs> because the smoke was rotating around it too yeah so it just formed this like uh vortex of smoke and lasers and i just it was such a great theatrical effect that i was really impressed and everybody else that was just like walking through it and some people took pictures and i was like i don't think you're understanding how cool this is this is really cool <laughs> like get off your phone Take a look so at this. So apparently right now. we're haunt elitists at this we point. We really are. We've we're been to a couple of haunts and we're like, you guys aren't doing this right. I just uh, no, it's really just the other people at the haunt. I'm like, can you just I want to go No, that's what alone. I mean. All the people that yeah. are customers, like, you're not experiencing. You're not getting this, this right. okay? We have years of theater experience <laughs> and this is out of control the best. Uh, no, I just think people don't always appreciate the work that goes into things a lot and you the details of what is on there. Because it's also that it was in the line. It wasn't the haunt. And I, I don't think people always, and any negative reviews that you read on, it's usually always the line. But the number one thing I have on my like list is the line. The line was awesome. The line was awesome. <laughs> and and that was the whole point of the haunt, really. I mean, the haunt was awesome, but the line to it was just this suspense-building like world that you walk through. And like we said, the lighting was just such a great like i hate to say the word character because that sounds douchey but like it was it it played such a big part in the woods because you Mm -hmm. like the woods wrong and you just it feels weird but they're multicolored a lot of led spots they had a number of places where they had old vehicles that would honk their horn randomly and scary like a really long horn and the headlights were always facing your eyes so You'd be blinded and then you'd go by and then your eyes adjust. And then my favorite part for sure was the part of the line. And I don't want to spoil too much of this because you really Because you to. should go. But even if you talk <laughs> about it, like it doesn't do it justice unless you actually walk through it yeah. and then you, you notice it. Because I saw a lot of pictures and it didn't give me the right sense of size because these things are huge out there. Huge. That demon skull thing, whatever it was. That dragon. That was like 50 feet high. So big. It was incredible. And it was all built. So and painted. Amazing. I think a and lot painted. of them were yeah. painted. So great. With glow-in-the-dark paint. But there's one part, because it's a farm, that was the other thing, is their use of the environment. Like, uh, they knew what they had. And the farm that they used for for the, the part of the, the line that went downhill, you were, you were at the top of this hill. Yeah. And you start, the line goes down. So you see the line going down in front of you. It's all lined with these lights that I talked about at the beginning, the the lantern lights, because those were electric and they looked like it was just a soft flame glow of all these lanterns that looked custom made because they were like lampposts, but then had like a wrapping of corn stalks and like other stuff in it. And it just looked really cool. And then it was the perfect night to go because it was damp and already a little misty, but luckily the rain held off. But the smoke, they pumped gallons and gallons and gallons of of uh, fog throughout the whole woods and because of the denseness of the air that night it sat Mm -hmm. like real fog everywhere so we took a lot of cool pictures without flash toward (laughs) the farm part which was to the right of the line and it was just 
misty and the lights from the other buildings were kind of like reflecting and just making this really creepy glow all the way through the farm and it was so huge the farm itself and you're just looking at this the whole way and then people on your left hand side are coming up the scare actors and different entertainers there's people all over to guide the line and just keep you entertained and i just had such a good time just in line up to that point looking and feeling like i'm in this you know this new world and then you go into the woods and they have so many things and they're so huge in their sizes and ah it was just i the line was the most fun i had not to take anything away from the haunt but the line was great it was worth the money before you even got to the actual haunt yeah, part. absolutely it was great and they, i just remembered while you're talking to that there is actually a backstory like an actual story that cr- they created for haunted overload and i didn't read it i should have read it what? but I didn't know yeah, that. there's a thing on their website. There's just this whole entire backstory. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Great. So we talked for 45 minutes about how great their lighting is as though we're experts. And we didn't even read their story. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, Haunted Overload. <laughs> we're going to read it. It's just we didn't have time today. Well, no, I'm curious. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. I definitely want to read that up because, yeah, I mean, it definitely seemed to have a theme and a flow to it as you keep going. But even without yeah. it, that's what I'm saying. Like, even without knowing the story about anything, you just go there and I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Plus they entice you because they're like, there's, you can take as many photographs as you want until you get to the castle. And you're like, yeah. the castle? <laughs> what? <laughs> We're heading toward a castle? Uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any more likes on your list? Uh, I think that was like all of it. And I had a lot of the stuff you said, the jack-o'-lanterns uh, and the fact that they were real and the amount of work because I just love it. And um, I, 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 I work at a... Um, uh, hotel. So I hear a lot of people in the area talking about going to Salem, uh, Massachusetts, because it's huge in this year. And I would just say that, like, uh, anybody that doesn't know how crazy and insane Salem is and they're coming to go there in October and haven't done any research, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, go to Haunted Overload because part part of what makes Salem fun is the, the like, pumpkin-like walk that they have in the center and everything. There's just so many jack-o'-lanterns. I would say they had as many, if not more, at Haunted Overload. It's cheaper. It's easier to get to. There's parking. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so true. I, if if you're not going to Salem, check out something like that because it's not to entirely knock Salem, but like I don't know if it's worth like. Well, Salem knock Salem. They're like I, there's too I've many people. I've seen pictures Please stay of home. the crowds. I've seen numerous people that are coming from out of state going, "Where do I park?" And I mean, it's it's become a joke. I guess I'm making two PSAs on this uh, haunted overlook. Yeah. So what we're review. saying is, go to like the the haunted houses on the outskirts. Yeah. I mean, because you're gonna have a good time, and it's gonna be more controlled and less insane. And I know that everybody wants to go to Salem for all the reasons that people want to go to Salem. But even Salemites, I don't know if that's what they call them. <laughs> themselves but they're like hey stay home too many people yeah. too many people you're kind of hurting our town please we don't yeah, even, go, they had to change the horror go fest in august just go in so November. that people weren't all coming for the horror fest on top of halloween and and just causing a, a just a meltdown of everything in the area so i would suggest you want to see a bunch of jack-o'-lanterns that are amazing some handcrafted entertainment like haunted overload and the different things you'll have a blast and i think because of how big salem's gotten i think there are things in the area that have sort of ridden the coattails and now there's stuff that i would say is arguably better yeah and it's easier to get to and it's affordable and it's not what everybody does because people from salem don't go to salem people from other parts of the country go to salem yeah so if that tells you something if you if you're the type of person that's like where do the locals eat 
that's where you gotta yeah that facebook group i follow somebody asked that they were like if you're a local where would you eat and they were like um a different town yeah as far (laughs) away from salem as possible i'm pretty sure people that live there want to move just during the month of september go to beverly go to danvers go anywhere else if it gives you any idea we went in the mid-september mid-september and it was starting to give me anxiety it was insane just that there were weights to get into these also another psa along with it is if you're like me and have to go to the bathroom every 10 minutes, it's not happening in Salem. Talk about scary, but not scary. Yeah. They closed the bathroom at one point. I mean, because everything is old there. And when things are old, there's not access to stuff. Yeah. So unless you're it actually happens. at a restaurant that you're eating at, you're not going to the bathroom. And I'm not you're knocking the not. town. The, the <laughs> town is awesome. It's fun. Don't go in October. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go in October. I know you want to. Don't do it. All right. That's so haunted overload. Second PSA. Haunted overload. Two PSAs I get in one haunt <laughs> review ridiculous see we've been we should have split it i think it did two yeah. episodes because like we just we we took a little time off to actually do halloween stuff yeah and now we're now back we and we're like yeah about. yeah but i haunted overload though that's that was kind of my point to those rants go to that, haunted like, overload don't use your flash go to haunted overload that's fun yeah yeah that's that's all you need to do yeah, so I guess the only other thing that we have is like w- what what could have been better, I guess, there, which I would say yeah. not a lot. I kind of want to put this first just so we end on more of a positive note, but did you have anything? Um, I mean, mostly what we said about the Flash and the people in line kind That's of not, not being, fault, yeah, it's not the say, haunt, it's you know, mostly the people. No Flash photographer. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess just the haunt, there were a couple of spots that like maybe they didn't have a chance to reset as far as actors where I walked through for a while and... Just like nothing happened, but but it was massively crowded. But so like, I think yeah. that happens at every haunt. You just can't like. Uh, yeah, and it was just even so. I just stopped in those times and like looked at the set again, and you know saw what they did. So it really it didn't even matter. I think the issue with the outdoor haunts is that it's really hard to control the crowd more because they're more like wide open spaces and crowds go through. Uh, Don't sing it on their own. Don't sing it. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of a song called that until you said that. I, it was on my, I was, was actually, my that was you. <laughs> that was, that was you head. this time. You thought of Wide Open Spaces. Okay, okay, never mind. Never I didn't mind, think never. of it. That was your fault. So, yeah, I think it's just the, I like, the nature of outdoor haunts is harder to, like, keep people going through it at, at a specific speed because there's not as much things holding you down. Some people just like to run through it, like, because they're outdoors. They're just yeah. to get excited. Especially the kids. Like, I'm going to run. Think. Get a group of like yeah. teenagers and they just push right through. Yeah, I it, so I think that negative. It's not really against them. It's just it, it's in all general. haunts. I think. Yeah, it really is, especially outdoor haunts. Um, the only negative I think I would say is that they did such an amazing, incredible job on the line getting in, which you do wait for probably an hour yeah. on a busy night at least to get in. Which I again didn't mind because I expected it, and also I didn't expect how amazing. Everything was on the line, but I think it set you up for what might be like a even more spectacular haunt portion where I feel like, and and don't get me wrong, it was great. The actual Mm -hmm. haunt was so much fun. And I also think if it was less crowded and we weren't rushed, it would have been even more fun because the characters and levels of detail were so high, but it was definitely shorter by far than the wait. 
And so by the time you got to it, you kind of sped through the haunt and then you yeah. were done. And you were like, well, most of the night was in line. Yeah, I guess it was like we were just standing and like moving a couple feet for so long that when you actually just walked at a full pace, yeah. you were really confused. Because then they control <laughs> it by going, you know, how many are in your party? And then you bring yep. you forward. So then you're moving at a much quicker pace because you're in it. And then you just kind of fly through and there's a lot of cool stuff. And then you're done. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like uh, the line was what I remembered from that. And that uh, doesn't really knock the haunt because they did an amazing job. There's yeah, a lot of it was just itself. it was just the circumstance, not yeah. the haunt. I think if you if it was more balanced so there was less people, which, you know, I, it's great that there were that many people because it's popular, but if there was a little less people and you, or fewer people, and you walk through it, maybe it would be more equal with the haunt time and it wouldn't feel as rushed, but that was the only knock on my list anyway, and that's not really their fault necessarily. Right. It's just the circumstances the way it is. Because the haunt was still a lot of fun. The level of details, they had whole sets built in the woods, even inside for the haunts. Don't want to spoil it, but like lots of detail and, and the actors so were so great. So and the, again, the use of lighting, they blind you and then you're in the shadows. You can't see everybody. They had constant people around. It was so much fun. So great. And I just wanted to add, because I completely forgot when I was talking about the haunt itself, they have three levels of fear, they call it. So they have what we went to, which is just the regular haunted overload. But they also have a day haunt where you can walk around literally during the day and just see the sets. Yeah, that'd be Which cool. is some confidence on their part that it's good enough to be seen during the day. And, and they're I th- right. I think they can back <laughs> it up. Yeah, definitely. And then they have Fright Night Light. So I think that's, yeah, that's where they can go through still in the dark, but they don't have the actors. Yeah, so you can just, like, have a... You know, I might like that, not from a, like, because I'm scared thing, but just because I could take time to marvel at... Exactly. ...the the world they've built, because that's what they've built, is this, like, movie sets, meaning you really feel like you're in the middle of something otherworldly and fun, and so it would be cool to go through that without like looking around every corner to you know see if you're going to get scared and just like really take in what they've done because right. they should be proud of what they did. It's incredible. And I love that more haunts are starting to do that. Yeah. They're either doing it for younger kids to come in and be a part of it or just, you know, I I can't handle the actors. Yeah, it opens it up to so many more people to be able to kind of enjoy it and it doesn't close it off to sections of people and uh, it gives it a different type of fun. And I would even like to do that. Yeah, sometimes I think because it would be it would great. Be fun to I like both, so that's. And great. then there's the ones that have the blackouts, the blackout yeah, totally scenes. Blackout. Not this one, but yeah. If they did that, it'd be dangerous because it's the the oh, path yeah. is so like bumpy that you'd end up tripping and stuff. Yeah, but. I mean, we keep going back. So one of the things that I also forgot I liked was when you went through the haunted house itself, because it was like on a hill in a farm. You were going literally up and down yeah. these tiny little like hill sections which I hadn't really been through specifically in a haunt before. It was like hiking. So like I think there was a coal mine or something similar to oh, that. I and we went down. Yeah. I mean, like it was much more steep than I thought it was going to be. And so, of course, you're a little discombobulated because you're also walking strangely, trying to get around the corners. And then a haunt actor comes out and I'm like, oh, my God. It was so yeah, good. it's disorienting in the best way. And uh, I think that goes to what I was saying about understanding your environment yeah. and making the best use out of it possible because they obviously saw that and went, this would be a great place to put this tunnel because you're, you're inside and you know, coal mines and mine shafts and like yeah, was, where you're going with, with the, and they had a whole train thing. I, again, I don't want to spoil too much, but, but it's still worth it. Even if I told you everything, you'd still have a good time. But if you're 
yeah, just knowing where to put things and how to put them in the environment is what makes the movie quality sense because it, it was realistic, I think, is the word. <laughs> it was realistic. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. And that would be one for sure I'd like to go through without actors just to like enjoy what they built. Yeah. So what are you, uh, as our final our rating? rating. Um, so I gave this, out of 10, I gave it 9.5 Headless Horseman. Yeah, because we both got t-shirts as we try to do at the haunts so that we can just be proud of, you know, fun places we've been. So yours has a Headless Horseman Mine's on it. Mine's the Headless Horseman. And mine has a, a And I gave it 9.5 just to give some wiggle room because, I mean, there's hopefully something out there that might even be better, if you can even imagine. I definitely rated Dark Woods too high uh, for the scale not to take anything away from them, but there are definitely levels of quality and of of what is worth the money. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe I, mean, I didn't I though because was, though. Dark Woods was worth the money because they were actually cheaper than some of the other ones. So yeah, I mean, it's not all. It's you know our experience based on what we paid. I, I guess. think we're terrible writers. Yeah. We just like everything. No, there's we definitely dislike. We things. we did choose some really good ones this yeah, year. Yeah, we did. We had a good time with that. Uh, I would agree with you and say nine point five uh, Ravens because that's what's on my t-shirt. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and that's what we we're trying to think of what our rating scale is because I think it's overarching. Is it worth the money and the time that you're spending going there? Because mm-hmm. you know if you're spending the money, which it's right on par with every other haunt in the area. It's not no more uh, expensive. I think it's a great deal. Yeah. And the time that I you're agree. spent there, every time, the whole time we were there, I was having a great time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think line, if you're so. taking time out of, especially we went on Saturday. Yeah. Which so if I you're like taking to do, like five or six hours to get ready, go drive, wait in line, and then go through the haunt and then come back, you know, you want it to be worth it. And I think so far, all our haunts have been very worth it. Yeah, definitely. And way more fun than what we would have been doing otherwise, which yeah. I also think of. And it, I felt like I got my money's worth just even halfway through the line of all the things we were doing. It was very organized, very well run. Yeah. And so everything kind of fits together. And I love seeing the people. Some of them, you know, just being in public, it's not great. But there's some people that I just really enjoy seeing because it's that community feeling again. Yeah, what we were saying, like, you're in celebration. We're all here for the same thing, hopefully. With other people. And again, as I am finding as a theme, everybody that worked there was so nice. So nice. Everybody there uh, wasn't rude. You're dealing with... Hundreds and hundreds of people in a large line, you would have every right to get the customer service downies and just be freaking pissed the whole time and frustrated and angry. And no one was. Everybody was just in such a, a good mood and there for the right celebration. And yeah, it definitely, it just feels like a celebration. It was really fun yeah. to kind of do that and to be met with such, you know, nice people that are just moving you along. I, everybody could have been rude and nobody was. So it was great. Definitely recommend. Definitely Absolutely. would go back. Yeah. Do we have time for our scare-tastic recommendations? I said it right. Scare-tastic. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we can go through these quick. We're almost at two hours. I know. <laughs> We're not doing well. We just had so much to say. We did. We we got uh, excited again about so, a bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so we're just going to go through some things that either we've been like involved in ourselves or that we are interested in that might help with uh, the Halloween spirit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just really quick. I mean, we can go through some of these in more detail. Yeah, we definitely plan later. To. But this is just a quick. What are we doing right now? So TV. What do we got? Uh, well, obviously the monsters, like we talked All about before, monsters. we keep going on. We got to season two now, where they changed the theme song because I thought it was going absolutely crazy. I was like, this is not the theme song that I remember. It's not the one that they played on reruns. 
And then we got to season two, and I was like, well, there we go. It's so funny because like, they go. changed Maryland's, and you thought it was going to coincide with that, and it didn't. And then finally it happened. No, I mean, they changed the beginning, but didn't change the theme again. And because yeah, we're watching exactly. it, obviously, on like they're using the original aired themes when it was on TV. Uh, but when you watched it, when I did as a kid on like Nick at Night and stuff, they always use, they tend to use the same intro for mm-hmm. any episode of the season. So that was the second season one that everybody, and it's the more popular known version of the theme song. And I really thought I was going crazy. I'm like, it's not supposed to sound like this. What's going on? And then it hit it and I was like, okay, cool. And we got to the great episode of the the Dragula. Oh yeah, the yeah, Dragula. Which yep. is great. So yeah, love that show for Again, sure. Again, didn't TV. know that Rob Zombie's song was based on that. I Just don't no even idea. know that much Rob Zombie, and I definitely knew no, that. So I that's no very idea. weird. I found out this year, so that was fun. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else for TV? Um, well, we were watching a lot of Erie, Indiana, which is a '90s show, right? And uh, anybody that likes Hocus Pocus, it's the same kid. Would know that. Yeah. Um, that was Omri Katz. That was who was also just in Salem. They might still be there today. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, they're everyone but the Sanderson sisters tend to show up. Yeah, like Thora Birch was there. Um, I can't remember Vanessa Shaw. I think her name is that played Allison. Yeah, so that's fun. Uh, so the uh, Omri Omri Katz. Yeah, Omri Katz. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. Yeah. So so he's the star. He plays. I like to think of it as the same character, and he just moves from Gary, Indiana to or Erie, Indiana to uh, um, California, and then eventually to Salem. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how that works. Uh, what else have we been? But he's watching? great. That, that show was on Fox, I think, or something. I can't remember what show. That it was. sounds about right, but I'm not. But I used to watch it when it was actually on, and it's definitely I worth. Did not. It holds up strangely. <laughs> I still find it really fun. Yeah, I wish we had Goosebumps. Goosebumps used to be on Netflix. Now they yeah. just have some of the special episodes because one of uh, some of ours, um, the Haunted Mask, I used to watch every year. Now that one's no longer on it. I don't think Aww. it's just. Yeah, I think it's like the later ones, the Haunted Mask Part 2 or something. I don't know why they took that off. Netflix has been increasingly frustrating me yeah. with what they've been And then that other, hol- the, um, just the, the Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns, yeah, that, that one's was not on one. there. But if, if anybody knows where to find them, like, let us know. I've looked now everywhere, and it's yeah, the, something to do with licensing, I'm sure, and it's copyright. Awful. It's up. But, but yeah, so that's always one that we were watching, and now we can't. But we have the Munsters, Erie, Indiana, Goosebumps. We watched some Creep Show. Yeah, that's I do like the, the the Shutter series version of Creep Show because yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like the hugest fan of the movies. We have um, to go back and watch them, but we'll have to watch them again. Um, but this the show is a really fun, and I think if anybody liked Tales from the Crypt back in the day. Because of a lot of, um, they're having like licensing issues and stuff like that with Tales from the Crypt, which is why it's not available. But Creep Show definitely hits that that feeling, and mm-hmm. the the creep himself um, definitely reminds you of Tales from the Crypt, the Crypt Keeper. So if anyone's like kind of Jones in for that type of story, I, I do like their stories. There, some of them are better than others and weird and fun, but yeah, they're all a lot of them are fun and kind of funny. Yeah, I like just, a sarcastic tone. It's an entertaining whatever, yeah. watch. I like it. Um, I've been watching some of the Simpsons Halloween episodes. Yeah. Those are fun. I, again, I think that hits the nostalgia because I do remember some. And I didn't watch that many. And I love I've wa- I watched the Raven. Um, that's so funny. Yeah, that one I definitely remember watching. When like it was on, Homer screaming parts of the Raven. I just I can't handle it. One of the best tellings of that tale. Oh, yeah, for sure. Except, you know, there's the fall of the House of Usher. Is that correct? Yeah, we haven't seen that yet. We've um, heard it's great, so we're going to. Yeah, it just it just came out 
this year of recording because we're yeah, recording really in 2023 for anyone that finally listens to this five years later. <laughs> uh, that's when that show premiered on Netflix. But we're big fans of Mike Flanagan's work and his Haunting of Hill House was spectacular. Yeah. So we're excited to see what's going on. It has good reviews so far. And then some other ones, uh, like we watched The Great Pumpkin. Charlie Brown is The Great Pumpkin. Yeah, that and was And then that fun. skeleton dance that was from the 20s. Just the short six-minute animated. <laughs> don't don't really know the history of that, but it's fun and it's a meme. Yeah. All right, let's move on quickly to some movies. Um, if you want to hit it off, we we watched um, your, your movie this month. Oh, yeah, I did the most cliche thing you can possibly do and watched Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th because it was a Friday the 13th in October. So I was very excited about that. Yeah. More excited than really necessary. <laughs> um, but I am a big fan of Friday the 13th. Obviously, I it always, you know, gets compared with Halloween and it is not on the same par at all with quality and obviously is kind of a ripoff from it. But it is its own thing, and I've always had a special place in my heart for it. When I was first watching horror movies as a kid, it's one of the first ones I watched on VHS, and it was just one of those fun, you know, just um, crazy movies that don't make any sense and, you know, are lower budget. But it's just such a, what I would say, cozy movie to say that word, but it is because it's just, it's fake rain, but it rains the whole time. It's in the woods. I know it's not a Halloween time period movie, but it still gives me kind of like there's leaves and wind and rain and there's just something about it. And I've watched it so many times on Halloween that I just have it connected in my mind. But it's it's not a fantastic movie, but it's a cult classic. And just, you know, who hasn't watched it? And if you haven't, like, go watch it. It's it's so much fun. I liked it. You got Kevin Bacon looking great. You got. um, uh. Pamela Voorhees' sweater, which is its own thing. I, I just love the idea of a murdering uh, mother just running around in the wet and just the thickest blue sweater. She should have brought her cookies. Like, I just baked some cookies yeah. and stabbed She's just been holding the cookies around, you know, just like, I'm Mrs. Voorhees. How are you? You know, and then stabbing people. She was good. She was it was great. Good. And, and of course, um, um, Tom Savini with the makeup effects, uh, which is, I think, the only one that he worked on um, in its shows. And it's so great. And uh, Harry Manfredini's Manfredini's score uh, is just iconic now with the kill, 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 ma, 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 which was supposed to be the voice of Jason in Pamela Voorhees' head. That's what he was doing. If anyone... Mm -hmm doesn't know i'm sure this is all known trivia but except to me he's saying it to me yeah because i took six and a half hours of my life to watch the memories of uh, crystal lake documentary of the entire franchise and uh time well spent in my life that's what i think it was great i mean i wasn't sitting down and watching it for six hours i took breaks and also had it on when i was doing other things but it's a great documentary and if you're at all love the franchise I i recommend that so That was a fun Friday the 13th uh, information. I think you fell asleep. I might have fallen asleep a little bit because it was late. And there's just parts of the movie. Yeah, I definitely snored a little bit. You just kind of, you you doze off for a second. And then when when (laughs) Pamela gets out on the beach and then the head chopping, I usually wake up for that. And then, of course, the famous, uh, you know, ending jump scare, which I always like and makes absolutely no sense. So. (laughs) 
Well, I will just list, like I said, we're probably going to talk about some of these more in depth, um, especially throughout the year, since we definitely didn't have time this year. Um, but I'm just going to list some of the movies that I or we watched recently. I know we mentioned some of the other ones, so I won't go into all of them. Um, let's see. We'll start with Hellfest. That was a fun uh, haunted house, actually, um, haunted house movie. I think we're going to add this to when we do movies that like a lot of people seem to rate badly, but we love for some reason. Yeah, I think most There's of so the many. movies that I mentioned actually could be on there. We are so not... We on, love bad movies. Yeah, we're not... And I don't even think it was that bad. <laughs> but, all right. Yeah. I, I rewatched Halloween 2018. I, you know, whatever. <laughs> I've said it before. I love a lot of that movie. I just don't like the podcasting aspect of it. Yeah, some other as things. we do a podcast. I don't like my modern stuff in my Halloween movies, but that's my own personal thought. And some of these, of course, are kind of my pre-Halloween movies that I started watching as well. The Halloween foreplay movies? Yeah, our Halloween foreplay. <laughs> Um, we wa- I think we mentioned we watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, so fun. Uh, I watched Queen of the Damned one day, I think, when you were editing Not or something. Not a good movie. Fun to watch, movie. though. Fun to watch. Fun to watch. <laughs> Practical Magic. Love it. Not a good movie. Fun to watch. <laughs> we watched Deadstream, which is a Shudder original. Um, I don't know why people... The, it's rated highly. But also not. And a lot of people find him annoying in it. But I'm like, that's the point. I think he's funny. But that's another Shutter original. And I recommend it. And I don't care if people don't like yeah. it. It's fun as hell. Um, we watched Hocus Pocus. I watched Hocus Pocus 2 just it. to give it oh, another chance. you watched chance. the second one. I watched that by myself. <sighs> I felt the same. I yeah. wasn't in super enthused. It's like but stale candy corn. You're like, it's still kind of is reminiscent it's of like what I love. It's like the Sex and the City show. That sex I just, and the Shitty. This, yeah, that's, that's kind of what became. The, and just like that show where I just watched it because... I don't want to talk about that show. They've been a part of my life for so long that I just felt like I owed it to them. You didn't owe them anything. Yeah, You I devoted know. time to their lives yeah. and they just decided to serve shit back to you. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so we also watched The Fun House Massacre, another haunted house movie. Yeah. Like Haunted Attraction Haunted House. That one's rated very poorly. And that it has one was Robert great. England and England, England, England. And I thought it was really fun. I thought oh, it was a fun, that crazy was good. movie. That was good. Yeah. Um, Great cast. I watched Halloween Town. I can't remember if you did with oh, me. Oh, yeah, I was there. I always, If Halloween Town was on, I am somewhere nearby. <laughs> um, I haven't gotten to the other ones yet. I won't watch four. That's not happening. No. I saw a meme that was like, Disney really, you know, screwed with us as we were kids. Well, I barely watched second. Yeah. But the first one is, again, not great. Just yeah, it's it's not a good quality just movie, very but it's fun. Halloween-based. And there's such rare entertainment that is apps actually about halloween so i like that yeah um and then i watched the good witch which i almost didn't say it's a hallmark movie and i i don't like to admit that but i did well, i watched you, it you i love that movie watch the hallmark movies. i bought it i bought the dvd it just you bought the dvd yeah. how old is this movie um i mean it was 2000 something oh. 2013 or something like that well you don't watch the other season Hallmark movies. So no, that's I, the only one I I've ever watched. Okay. I've watched The Good Witch and then The Good Witch 2. And okay. then I never got into the show, and that's the end. I'm going to say nothing more about that. But you just like Shh. to enjoy all witchy content, if possible. Yeah. So th- we also watched Bad Candy, which is um, an anthology that I don't think is rated very well. But Again, I, no. I love that movie. We're going to definitely it's talk so about good. anthologies eventually, and that one's going to be on it. Yeah. Uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot, Slipknot and, Stone Slipknot Sour. and Stone Sour is a radio DJ. As well as the guy from Gremlins, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the his um, uh, the co-host. Yeah. Of their show, fun movie. 
fun Not movie. obviously best quality, but very fun. And I like three out of the four stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we recently watched Hubie Halloween. Yeah, another one that is so that's really rated poorly. Yeah, we're going to... Yeah. I don't know if we're going to name them like our second chance movies. Like you should maybe give it another shot and we'll tell you why. Cause we're right or not. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we're right. Uh. I just, uh, you know, I just think that it deserves again. It's just a perspective shift. Halloween. that You have to have. It's the most, and also the version of Salem mass that I wish it was Yeah. because it makes the streets look wide. Cause that wasn't filmed there. It was a different part of Massachusetts. So like it makes Salem look the way that I wish it looked and it would have room for all the people to go there. But again, it's a rare uh, entertainment that has to actually do with Halloween on Halloween. And I will consume that And we watched it because part of it was filmed in one of the haunts that we went to. Yes, exactly. Which we will talk about probably in our next episode. Yeah. Review. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's what we've been up to. Uh, We'll get into some of our other movies probably on the next episode because we have our big ones coming up. So, yeah. Uh, we're, we're having a good time. Yeah. Um, we have books. I don't have a lot to mention about books. I don't know I about mentioned you. Uh, very confidently I was going to start reading The Woman <laughs> in Black, and I have not even opened t- to page one because... That's okay. It's I've been I've been too busy. busy doing other things like getting decorations up for three well, days. Well, like I said, I've been reading children's stories instead. I, I finished Benicula, which is from the 60s, I think, um, which is for you know elementary school kids, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was pretty good. I remember liking it when I was a kid. I liked it this time. It was good. Yeah. I, r- I recommend. Didn't you know, read that either. Yeah. So I'm really not on the literature this year. It's cool. I'm still reading that uh, Fear Street, the R.L. Stein um, Halloween party book. A lot of people have died, but then they weren't dead. So I'm not really sure how this is going to go. All right. Like seven people have died. Everybody freaks out and it turns out they're not dead. So I'm pretty sure nobody's going to die at this book for real. Kind of sounds like Cry Wolf at this point. Yeah. But all right. So well, I just I, on that later. yeah I stopped <laughs> in the middle of a chapter about another death and I'm like he's not fucking dead can we get over this now Why don't you write a letter to R.L. Stein about his book <sighs> thirty years later That would be a great idea But it's fun They're at a Halloween party obviously All right Well <laughs> everything you know I usually find most of everything he does entertaining in some way and fun yeah. so And then there great. was that Time Watchers book um, by Robbie Miles that we sort of mentioned in the beginning like seven hours ago now. Um, that the guy that we bought those prints from last night did the cover art. Oh, yeah. No, that's cool. I definitely like the, that book. Yeah, so that seems out. to be very Halloween-y. It's, you know, again, for, you know, like sixth graders or something. But Which parts of ours are still sixth graders. Yeah, I, would so still, I, think it's I, I still might order that, honestly. Yeah, let's do that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I had. And I think we'll just try better next year for some <laughs> Halloween-y books. Well, I mean, it, there's also, uh, I was going to say the S word, but I'm not going to do it. No, don't do um, it. There's spooktacular uh, games that I like, and yeah. uh, we haven't continued it, but there is a, a, a Blair Witch game, which definitely, you know, interesting, but I, I think I found it uh, creepier than you did, but it's, uh, when I was playing it on the PS4, it came out a few years ago, I think, uh, and it's it takes place with someone, it's kind of after the events of the original Blair Witch movie. Um, and the character is going into the woods to search for a girl who has disappeared, or no, a, a little boy. Yeah. Something, yep. Some child disappeared in the woods, and he feels it's his mission to help the police because of some backstory that we learn as we go. It's definitely a story that, that moves towards more commentary on PTSD and trauma. Which is a um, weird which angle. Which I didn't think it would do, but it, it fits, and I think it sets a mood that is... 
dark and twisty. And, you know, I don't know how I feel about the game yet. We haven't played too much of it, but if you're looking for kind of a... Because everyone talks about games that scare you and jump out. There's, you know, Resident Evil or stuff like that that's, like, got more horror-based. And I'm sure there's a lot more that I haven't found. But I thought it was a unique take on a horror game. And it kind of does have the same ambiance of the of the movie, which I find the creepy and the dark We haven't watched that this year. I love no, the, watching haven't. that movie, and actually. Blair Witch, I, I love. And I, I think, I think it, it kind of, you know startled me a few times because i don't like the dark woods i like to haunt the dark woods the uh, being in the dark woods is something different that's scary yeah because we would be lost inevitably i mean they did a good job with the lighting effects in it and and like um kind of you look through a video camera and you see because to try to learn what's been happening and you see something in the past and then something happens when you're looking at it and you have to look around your shoulders and it, it ramps up your anxiety a little bit when you're playing it's fun so that's just something fun that i was that we yeah, tried maybe out we'll continue We'll see what happens if we ever have time to do anything ever. Gosh, I, like we're still going. I think our last part is just some activities to kind of get you in the mood that we've been doing or would aspire to do. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got haunted houses, you know, our haunts. We've been doing that. We did a good job this year, I think. Yeah. Um, Went we, full force hard and we it paid off and we we accomplished it. I mean, I've heard of some people that go to like 40 a year, you know, they take their time. They We have jobs and lives. And yeah, I think they I'd save their time that, for but that, but you know, we're not there yet. Yeah. Maybe maybe someday, but like we're working Goals. on it. Um, yeah, let's see. You mentioned like listening to some old radio shows that tell, you know, spooky tales. I've loved old radio shows since I was younger and uh, you know, not all of them hold up, but it's a great way I mean, before podcasting and before that medium, I've always loved the audio genre of storytelling because you use your imagination, which I think is sometimes more powerful than seeing it on a screen. So Inner Sanctum Mysteries, uh, Mystery Theater, CBS's Mystery Theater is fun. Uh, suspense, obviously. Like These have some, some classic stories that are told from great audio performers and sound effects, Foley artists. I mean, this is the, the classics. And uh, you can find them uh, on the, – there's free podcasts out there of the shows if you want to. That's what I've been listening to now. I started with old tapes when I was younger and then <laughs> moved to CDs, and now I've, they're on a podcast. And I also have a Sirius XM subscription that has the radio classics, uh, which that is not as much fun. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I still think, I mean, obviously they don't always hold up. They're always, you know, the white male protagonist and the woman faints some and misogynistic yeah, but undertones. Some of the <laughs> stories are very classic. I mean, they do the telltale heart. They do like a lot of the hitchhiker and, you know, you have anywhere from Orson Welles and, um, you know, just great famous voiceover artists and actors and performers and at the, at their prime. So it's always fun to listen to turn out the lights light like one candle or two and just put it on and just you know use maybe your we'll do it this week it's we fun. should i like it in the car mostly just because yeah. you're driving and it's entertaining but it's just a, a fun way to get spooky that's my third time so your your band i've Black i've Blister. counted it three i'm keeping track uh, all right so what else carving pumpkins we're going to mention because we did not do a good job need that for accountability so accountability we're going to update you that we did carve our pumpkins yeah we only bought one each we went way overboard we and bought they just four last year it didn't and work. we're like we're going to carve them all and we carved zero 
And then we just left them out to rot. Absolutely. So now I think we've seen so much that it's inspired us. So hopefully we're going to do it. Yeah. Really soon. I'm uh, I'm in the mood. Like maybe tomorrow or Tuesday. Sure. Um, I put down driving or walking around to see decorations. Um, we we actually saw some when we went to the haunt last night when we rode back on the shuttle bus. Yeah. I think people are waiting until a little later this season, but I've seen some pretty cool ones that are. Yeah, so I think we might take a drive around. Maybe next weekend, since we don't have a haunt, would yeah, be a good idea. we like doing that. Yeah. All right, are we ending with some uh, you-don't-know-jack-o'-lantern shit about Halloween trivia? You don't know jack-o'-lantern shit about trivia. Uh, nope, about Halloween trivia. <laughs> it might be both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. We might as well, since it's already so long. We might yeah, as well so continue Yeah, so we'll do one this. real quick. I'll choose a card for you. Ready? Yep. Just gonna write down the. Ooh, okay. Whenever you're ready. Are we on three hours yet? <sighs> Two hours and ten minutes. You're fucking kidding me. Yeah, we got real excited. Wow. Okay. Here's your question: How much did the world's biggest jack o' lantern weigh? The world's biggest jack o' lantern. I wonder when this was recorded last. Uh, when when they recorded, recorded last? Re- well recorded the the weight on it for this. Um, so do you want me to give you the amounts? Yeah, because I can't. So we think have of... one hundred and twenty one pounds. Wow. Seven hundred and ninety nine pounds. Um, one thousand four hundred sixty seven pounds, or two thousand three hundred and fifty pounds. What the hell? Uh, since I have no um, good measurement skills to know what weighs but i'm i'm thinking 2000 is pretty high that's pretty high um i mean i want to say between 7000 and the 1001 um because i mean that's i mean how many tons i I don't even know what why are we converting to tons i'm trying to convert (laughs) in my head because you know trucks are a certain amount of tonnage like like for i'm using weird math in my head because i don't understand weight pick a number I want to go with a thousand something, the whatever thousand that one was. Yeah, wrong. It's actually the two thousand three hundred and five hundred. Oh, there's no reason. We just for watched that. a special where they had one that was over oh, two thousand. That was over two thousand. Yeah. That huge monstrosity. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. Good stuff, right? Whoa! I hope they make fifty thousand pies from that. Like they, they should do that. Just a thousand pies. All right, let, We're ending let's get on a out of here. High note there. Yeah, wow. let's get out of here. All right. <laughs> Well, thank you for visiting Grimbridge Manor, but now the candle flame is burning low, and the clock strikes midnight, and shadows grow, and the mighty raven has come around. Her call reminds us we're now all hell-bound. Good night to all, you ghouls and ghosts. It's been such a privilege to be your hosts. And so until these daylight hours have passed, treat every Halloween like it's your last. Happy Halloween.